Hey everyone, it's Nay, and I have identity issues. I think everyone does, to be fair. So I'm not alone in this. And yes, that's how I'm starting my podcast episode. <laughs> As you may or may not have noticed, I did a little revamp of the podcast. I've also been away for far too long, and the podcast probably thought I died. But you know what? I'm back now. It's all good. And my podcast is now called Identity Issues. I changed it because the Omi podcast didn't really resonate with me. And in all honesty, I felt as if I was hiding behind a persona. The beauty of a podcast in my eyes is that you're exposing who you are as a person. And I kind of felt like I wasn't really showing you who I really was. I guess because it's quite a vulnerable thing putting your thoughts and feelings out there and you run the risk of people judging you but you know what people are gonna judge you anyways so fuck it you know what I'm just gonna be real and I think the issue I had with the Omi podcast was it was just too perfect it was just too perfectly crafted and I just want to be able to have an honest, open conversation with you without it being too structured because I kind of love the spontaneity of it going wherever it wants to go. And yes, we're swearing on this podcast. I also wanted it to have an identity, but I was also stuck on what exactly it was. And then it hit me. Identity issues. So in today's episode, as well as introducing this new concept, I will be diving into what identity means to me. So your identity defines who you are. It's a self-representation of your interests, relationships, social activity, and much, much more. Oftentimes, it can be such a struggle to find our sense of identity and belonging. And we ask ourselves, who am I? Like, who do others want me to be? And where do I fit in? That's always been a question I've asked myself. Like, where do I fit in in this world? <laughs> do you actually know who you are? Or do you just show the version of you that is deemed acceptable to society's standard? Being a biracial woman, I've come across so many internal and external obstacles. To be honest, growing up, I felt like I didn't fit in at all. Like I struggled to belong and although my social environment played a part, I also have to accept that I did as well. What helped me learn to just let go and not have it all figured out was accepting myself and I released trying to be someone that I thought other people wanted. I had to learn to just be myself and adopt the mindset of actively learning and growing but embracing who I am as a person. It's so difficult because in your formative years, you just want to belong. And at school, it's just, it's very clicky. And you just have your social circles. And I never really knew where I fit in. Like I went to seven different schools growing up and they were all international schools. So obviously you would think, oh, you meet people from different backgrounds. Everyone's quite different. And I think the beauty of it was that I learned so many different cultures and I had friends from different um, backgrounds and races. But at the same time, it's like, well, I still don't know where I fit in. And I did find myself kind of adapting to different groups or like adjusting who I was 
thinking, oh, I'd fit in if I acted a certain way. But the reality of it was I was actually rejected even more because I was pretending to be somebody that I wasn't. The dreaded question they asked everyone at drama school was, who are you? I think that messed a lot of people up, including myself, you know? And during my training experience, I definitely went through a huge identity crisis. I fell into a trap of being labeled and feeling as if I had to label myself, which is something that usually happens. However, being mixed race, I don't identify with just one race. I don't feel Asian or white. I just am, you know, and it's, I, I identify with both. It's, it's a hard one to explain because I moved around so much. So to me, I just adapt to wherever I'm living at the time. And in the acting world, although it has come a long way in terms of embracing ethnic diversity, we still have a ways to go. Whenever people ask me, oh, where are you from? Like, what's your background? The most obvious surface level answer I can give is just I'm half Japanese, half English with, you know, Portuguese thrown in there. I've just got a lot going on and I just moved around a lot growing up because I can't pinpoint it to one place, to be honest. I can't say, oh, I'm English, because then that leads to the question of, well, why do you have a dodgy accent? (laughs) And um, you know what? There's always going to be an internal and external battle when it comes to my ethnicity and I do find myself having to speak up when I'm labeled and I've accepted that that's okay. I'm a mix, but that isn't my identity. That's only a part of it. It's a confusing part. And I grew up with both Asian and European influences. My English part didn't fully kick in until I moved to London six years ago. Like I had my first English roast like two years ago. And I have a slight American accent with an English twist with some occasional slang thrown in there, which throws people off even more. And, you know, throughout my whole journey at drama school and going through this crisis, I realized that I was focusing all of my energy on the identity that was very much what you see on the outside rather than who I really was on the inside. I decided to turn my journey of going through an identity crisis into a journey of self-discovery because in truth, we're always growing and evolving and meeting new versions of ourselves. I am not the same Naomi I met a couple years ago. Sure, I still have some quirks and habits, but I've changed and released some aspects of myself that didn't serve me. We're so scared to face ourselves But the best way to really understand who we really are is to dive deep into what makes us who we are. Mm -hmm. I said it. Now, I don't allow people to tell me who I am. When I'm asked about my ethnicity, I like to identify as a biracial woman who's moved around a lot. You don't need to get where I'm from. Just embrace who I am as a person. I'm a passionate, sensitive soul. (laughs) I love deeply. I'm a recovering people pleaser. I'm strong. I'm fucking stubborn. <laughs> I can be sassy. I'm confident, but insecure. I, I'd like to think of myself as a kind, giving person. But there are so many things that I know about myself and that people who meet me know. And my traumas, past experiences, relationships, etc. They're all encompassing and they all aided in the creation of me. So... Growing up, like I wished 
podcasts were a thing because I did, I did feel very much alone and confused about my identity. And now that we're in a world where we're taking mental health more seriously and we're proactively like having open conversations about our struggles. And, um, I just, I love that there's a sense of relief and that people are feeling similarly to you. We're totally going through a baby boom of podcasts right now. I love that we have an infinite selection of podcasts to choose from and people are expressing themselves. Fucking love it. So that's why I had to jump on board because if there's a way for me to help people and share some nuggets of wisdom that has helped me through my journey, then why not? So this podcast is a safe place to ask yourself the hard-hitting questions, to have fun, have open conversations, and to feel less alone about not having your shit figured out, because I most definitely don't. (laughs) I have some shit figured out, but like, there's a lot of shit to solve. But we're in this together, that's the most important part. And I'm looking forward to this new chapter, and I hope you guys are along for the ride. So, stay tuned for upcoming episodes, and I will love you and leave you with an affirmation for the week. I grow and become a better version of myself every day. Catch you next time.